Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Perrier Tank Lines. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It happens on the Cars Tour. Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We head to Caraway Speedway Wednesday night for another midweek show, the Firecracker 265. It's a one-day show for the Cars Tour late model stock cars and the pro late models. Activity will begin at the racetrack Wednesday, 945, pits open. Uh, Late model stock car practice will start things off at high noon. They'll alternate practices with the pro late models until 325. Uh, Also, Bandos and Legends will be on the property for this Wednesday night event, which is going to be kind of cool. We'll dive into that here in a little bit more. Uh, again, late model stock car practice. Our qualifying will be from 520 to 550. Pro late models will hit the track at 550. Green flag will fly at 745. 100 laps for the pro late models and 125 laps for the late model stock cars. Taking a quick look at the entry list for Wednesday night's Firecracker 265. 35 late model stock cars, which means for the third time here in 2023, we will actually send some race cars home that will not make the 125 lap feature. Those 35 drivers include Ronnie Bassett Jr., Brendan Queen, Landon Pimbleton, Andrew Grady, Brandon Pierce, Dylan Wilson, Kyle Larson, uh, cup driver or cup champion. He'll be making his debut in a junior motorsport Chevrolet on Wednesday night. Brian Barnhill, our most recent winner, Bobby McCarty, Dylan Ward, Carson Quapple, the points leader, Chase Burrow, Caden Honeycutt, Jared Fryer, the winner at Caraway in the season finale a year ago, Ryan Millington, Logan Clark, Chad McCombie, Jason York, former Cup driver Jeremy Mayfield making his Cars Tour debut on Wednesday night as well, driving an entry for Jimmy Morin, Joshua Dickens, Laney Bruce, Landon Huffman, Mason Diaz, Carson Brown, William Sawalowicz, Connor Jones, Matt Gold, Connor Zilich, Lane Riggs will be driving the number 62 this weekend, not his regular 99. He'll actually be driving for Kevin Harvick racing this weekend. Rodney Childers will be crew chief in that car. Cameron Boland, Connor Hall, Minnie Tyrell, Jacob Hefner, Jason Kitzmeyer, and Trevor Ward. Your 35 entries for the late model stock car feature. Taking a quick look at the pro late models, we've got 18 pro late models that have pre-entered for Wednesday night's 100-lap feature, Kyle Campbell, Justin Hicks, Zach Fowler, George Phillips, Tristan McKee, Rusty Skews, Ashton Higgins, Austin McDonald, Tate Fogelman will be in a pro this weekend, not a late model stock, Brett Cruz, Connor Zillich, he'll be doing double duty, Dawson Sutton, Nick Loden, Joshua Horneman, Logan Jones, points leader Katie Hedinger, and Caden Quapple. Those are your 18 pro late model drivers that are entered and again it's going to be very interesting a wednesday night race this will be the second time that both the pro late models and the late model stock cars have run on a wednesday night they did it again uh back in about a month ago at north wilkesburg brandon willard has the caution flag out on this first segment of stickered up we return we're going to chat with one of the first time cars tour participants on wednesday night cup series winner jeremy mayfield you're listening to the stickered up podcast Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Courier 
Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Purrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Purrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year, plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Purrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit drivepurrier.com to learn more. Practice race. Performance Racing Warehouse, home of the PRW chassis. They feel the thrill of victory and agony of defeat with every customer. With a cutting-edge, track-tested chassis, they know what it takes to build a race-winning machine. The PRW chassis has a proven track record of wins and championships that speak for themselves. When you're ready to take your performance to the next level, come visit Performance and let them get you in victory lane. Online at performancecenter.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And you can call Performance Racing Warehouse at 704-838-1400. GXS Wraps is your one stop for all your vehicle and motorsports graphics needs. Since 2018, GXS Wraps has offered turnkey solutions including design, printing, and installation of premium final graphics for fleet vehicles, personal vehicles, and race cars. 100% of our services offered are completed in our 4,800-square-foot facility located in Apex, North Carolina. Check us out on the web, gxsraps.com, or give us a call, 919-213-0371, to get started on your next wrap. GXS Wraps, the official graphics partner of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. This is Carter Langley, driver of the GXS Wraps number 5, and you're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Rain flag back in there, this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us via the GSX Wraps hotline, who's a five-time winner on the Cup Series. He's Mr. Jeremy Mayfield. He'll be making his Cars Tour debut on Wednesday night at Caraway in a car prepared by Jimmy Moore and Racing. Jeremy, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Man, thank you. Glad to be here. Sounds good. Man, I tell you, I, I can't I can't say um, how excited I am for the opportunity that you've got to be part of the Cars Tour uh, in, in the show this week, this, this Wednesday, actually. But, man, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about how this deal came together. I know it was kind of a – I know you've been trying to get a get a deal in the Cars Tour, and it finally came together. Can you talk a little bit about how the deal came together for you? Yeah, um, it's pretty wild how it happened. We, I actually was uh, working on a deal to run Willsboro, you know, back early in the year, uh, and actually several months beforehand, and, and then just didn't get the opportunity to – it just, just didn't work out. So I went to the races anyway, went up there and just wanted to watch and see what they had going on, and, and I met Jimmy up there and, and uh, met his brother and – he kind of hooked us up together, and then I think the following week, Jimmy called me, and I went and picked up a race car that he had up there. So uh, it all happened real quick, and, and uh, it's just funny how things happen, and timing is everything, you know, it seems like in this sport. And um, just me being at the right place at the right time and met him and uh, went and got his car and put it together here in our shop, and, and uh, we're about ready to go. I think about another few more hours, and it'll be ready to rock and roll, and we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Jeremy, not your first, uh, not your first event with the Cars Tour. Uh, a year ago, or last last summer, the Throwback 276 at Hickory, which is a big event for the Cars Tour, um, they had you uh, as one of their their legends this past or, or in 2022. I think that might have been your first experience with the Cars Tour. Talk a little bit about that experience. I mean, obviously, you know, short track racing at, at a much higher level. I think. Um, but I know there's a lot of fanfare there. Um, talk a little bit about your first impressions of the Cars Tour back at Hickory in the throwback race last year. 
Yeah, it, it was great. You know, <clears throat> we uh, went up there and signed autographs and stuff, and um, you know, got to watch uh, from the uh, the booth up, up above. And you know, it was the first time I really watched a race from up there anywhere, and, and thought it was pretty cool. But I just liked how the how the, the races went. I mean, they were the cars looked great. They, they got real professional cars, and and all the teams seemed like they're you know doing a great job. And um, I just wanted to be a part of it. You know, I thought it'd be a great uh, series to be you know getting involved in, and and been trying to, to put some deals together like you said and, and then this deal came on with Jimmy and just worked out perfect for us and not sure how many more races we're going to run I'm sure we're going to run several more uh this year and, and hopefully uh a bunch next year hopefully and we're going to see how it goes and and um you know get through Wednesday for sure but uh I'm definitely a, a big fan of it I, you know like you said I, I watched it at Hickory and watched how the guys ran and stuff and just um uh, just really excited about it chat with Jeremy Mayfield here on the Stickered Up podcast. And, and Jeremy, I uh, want to talk a little bit about the Grand National Super Series. It's a series that you kind of got back in, got back to racing uh, stock cars uh, a year ago when, when this series came out. And and you've picked up several checkered flags over the last year and a half in this series. Talk a little bit about that series and, and how it's really kind of gotten you back into that short track racing and the roots that, that got you to where you were years ago in the Cup Series. Right, yeah. I, first of all, I got to thank Bob Shack, you know, for allowing me to, you know, drive his car and and uh, to be a part of that series. And I started last year. You know, I run a few races last year and just had a bunch, you know, um, seen a bunch of people I knew and had a great time doing it and and just uh, just had fun. You know, it was the first time I've been in a racetrack in a while that, that you know you be competitive and and have fun at the same time. And uh, then this year, I you know kind of been talking to Bob over the winter and decided I'd like to do more races. And he's uh, Give me the opportunity to do that. He and um, uh, AJ uh, Henderson, which is a big part of the sport too, or the series, and um, you know they've been able to help me uh, get a car and you know compete with them. And uh, I think it's great. I think it's going to be a, a growing series that that hopefully in the near future we'll have um, uh, you know just keep growing with it and just keep getting more cars and more teams involved and and just keep uh, keep moving right along with it. Jeremy, talk a little bit about a, 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 a weekend uh, in running the Grand National Super Series because, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, you, you guys are going to racetracks, you're running twin races, so you're giving you're giving the fans an opportunity not to watch, not just watch you guys race once, but twice. Uh, what kind of mentality do you have as a driver going back again, going back to that that Saturday night short track where twin races are are obviously something that are very common. Is that something you enjoy having, you know, two opportunities to win? Oh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun doing that. You know, we, we usually race uh, first. You know, like if we show up at a racetrack, we'll be the first, um, you know, the cars to go out and run the first 50 lapper, and then we'll be the last ones after the, you know, all the you know, divisions in between us run, then we'll run the last 50. And, yeah, it's pretty neat, you know, to be able to run two shows in one night. And, um, and 50 laps is perfect because you don't need pit stops. You don't, you know, um, really need a, you know, a full-blown picker or nothing like that. You just kind of go and race and then work on it in between and, and get it ready for the next 50. And we run, have to run the same set of tires, you know, so you run the first set, you know, for the first 50 and then have to use that same set for the second 50, which makes it uh, uh, pretty hard. You know, if you run your stuff too hard on the first 50, you're going to have to give up some on the second. So it's kind of a little bit of a, a strategy game there you got to play in. Um, uh, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, even though we, we're running, you know, we can run 100 laps, I'm sure, but it, then you got to get in the – you know, pit stops and things changing and just all kind of junk when that happens. So I'd much rather do 250s in, in one night. Talking with Jeremy Mayfield here on the Stickered Up podcast. And, and, and Jeremy, 125 laps ahead of you on Wednesday night at Caraway. Uh, your first car's tour race. 
do you have any do you have any expectations before you get to the racetrack as far as what you want to do what you want to accomplish uh after 125 laps on wednesday night yeah i mean i'd love to go there and win the race you know obviously but uh you know i do realize that in reality you got to look at you know i haven't run these cars uh with this tour ever really at all and and uh, i mean i've run late mall stock stuff in the past but um you gotta you gotta run with these guys week in and week out to really you know be real confident in, in going in and winning the race but not saying that we're not but we we're certainly um going to keep our expectations where they need to be and, and within reality and and I, I think if we come on with the top 10 top 15 we'd be happy but obviously we want to run the top five and, and win the race but uh, I just want to get there and make the race run all the laps don't get in any trouble and and be on the lead lap at the end and then we'll go from there there and uh, see where we end up but the good thing about this I know I got a good race car and I know Jimmy's uh, the other car the the team car the 14 car they they've won there last year so we'll be able to you know, figure out what they got going on, and and they'll help us some, and or a lot probably, and uh, with the setup and all that stuff. So we know we got stuff to do it with. It's just a matter of getting there and executing and, and doing the right thing, and you know, we could not get in any trouble and and just being there at the end of the race, and that, that's going to be our most important thing. Obviously, not a stranger to victory lane at Caraway Speedway. You did win one of the uh, the Grand National Super Series races earlier this year, uh, but I guess my my question is, Jeremy, is is what um. What do you what do you look for as far as you know? You said you haven't really been in late models. It's people will t- say it's a different animal. I mean, do you feel like that there's going to be an adjustment period right there in that first second practice on Wednesday afternoon? Uh, probably. You know, um, you know the, the good thing about it is I run uh, I ran a lot of races at Nashville uh, Fairgrounds. You know, when I was coming up, and that's all we ran was late model stock stuff. And then w- once I moved out here and uh, I built another car you know, and raced it some around here and, and all that stuff. So I'm familiar with what they do and what they drive like. It's just a matter of uh, just adjusting to it, you know. And, you know, our cars that we run in um, the Grand National Series, we got those things lowered down, and they're, they're right on the bump spot, bump stops and all that stuff and bump springs. And so that's what these cars are. So it's just a matter of just, you know, going from one car to the next, and hopefully we can get it figured out pretty quick. But they are definitely different. I mean, uh, you can see how they drive, and, you know, just by watching them, they look different now than what they used to be. But hopefully we'll be able to adapt to that pretty quick. And, um and go from there. Jeremy, you've been in, been a racer all your life, and uh, you've been following, you know, obviously back in the short track ranks. You've been at the highest level in the Cup. What's your impressions of the Cars Tour? Uh, obviously, you know, you were there for the throwback race a, a year ago as, as one of the honorees, but but then the transition with, with Dale Jr. and Kevin Harvick, Jeff Burton, uh, and, and Marks, you know, buying the series and, and what they've started to do as far as, getting more exposure, more media. What are your thoughts as far as what the Cars Tour may evolve into? And I'm obviously you want to be part of it since you're going to be part of the race on Wednesday. Yeah, you know, I, w- I went to Willsboro and, and watched the, the race up there, and, and I kind of uh, was down, the, you know, in the um, infield there for a while, and I thought for the race I'm going to watch it up in the stands. So I went up in the grandstands just give it a fair, you know, evaluation, I guess you'd say, but just by watching it from what the fans see and, I mean, I loved it. I thought it, it was a great, great night of racing. I thought the way the cars looked on the racetrack, they were awesome looking. They looked like race cars, um, and they looked fast. They looked like it was, you know, a lot of guys that were real racing and just, you know, battling for the lead. A lot of lead changes, and you can't beat that. From a, from a, that's what the fans want to see is that kind of racing. And and then watching the, uh, I didn't go back the following week for the the uh, All Star race, but I did watch it on TV, and I'm like, wow, because I remember what, you know, just by my visual 
realization of it watching it up in the stands, the car store race, then now you turn on TV and you see the, the all-star race and those cars, the way they look, I mean, it's not even close, you know? So, I mean, that they already got a, a great start on a way better show than what most of them have out there. And, and, um, so I think they're heading in the right direction and all those guys know, um, you know, they know what, what needs to be done. And, you know, as far as Earnhardt Jr. and all them, Kevin and, and Jeff and all them, they, they know exactly what they need and what they've seen in the past that hadn't went right, you know, and the, and the changes that NASCAR's made that weren't right, and they, they realize all that. And I'm sure that by the time this is all rolling and they get a, you know, we get a little experience behind them, all of them as far as owners, that they'll, uh, they'll turn into a great series and no telling where to go from there. Jeremy, I know they got the first part. They got the first part right by the, the races are awesome. They look good and the cars look great, you know. Yeah. Jeremy, I want to take you back to 1998, your first cup win uh, at Pocono. Um, and I'll go ahead and, and tell you, I was an Earnhardt fan. So I was not right. a Jeremy Mayfield fan the day that you, but, but again, man, you raced him and, and to beat Dale Earnhardt for your first win, that has to be a very special moment. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and what that meant to you? Uh, and I believe it was on a Monday afternoon because the Sunday race got rained out. Right. Yeah. That was, that was a great day, you know, and, and I, I do hear that a lot, by the way, that you know, a lot of people say, I was an Earnhardt fan, and, you know, they <laughs> broke their TV, and they threw the beer bottle at it. I've heard all kinds of stuff, but um, no, that was probably the highlight of my career, and as far as wins go, that was definitely the the best win I ever had, you know, to do that, and, and uh, that's why I told Dale after the race, or, or the next week, I didn't see him right after the race, because I wasn't going to get around him, but <laughs> I seen him the following week, and I, and I said, man, you know, you got, you got to look at my point of view of it, and here I am, and that was my dream to be, you know, to make it in cup racing and not only that but to beat Dale Earnhardt you know and you, you dream of that kind of stuff when you're little as you're coming up and uh and to do that on the last turn the last lap for the win was just uh that was a dream come true you know I just got to live my dream right there you know and, and beat somebody that that was a hero to me and I looked up to a lot and watched him race all those years before I even got there you know so um you know and that's something that nobody can ever take away away from it you know is to be able to look back and know that that experience was a experience of a lifetime and something I cherish a lot. And, and, uh, you know, I hear, I hear it about once a week, you know, a lot of fans, <laughs> no matter where I'm at, comes up and tells me something about it, but it's been pretty cool and, and not pretty cool, real cool. And, um, and just like, like you said, just be able to do that to somebody that, that was the king of the sport, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Well, I tell you, man, you look at your stats when your cup career, man, you had a long cup career, 433 starts. You had the five wins, 96 top tens man and you were you were a force to be reckoned with and, and like I said that's that's always something to hang your hat on especially when your first win comes against who some consider the great, greatest race car driver uh in cup history but man I can't thank you enough for for taking some time I know you're trying to feverishly get the the car re- ready to go to Caraway on Wednesday night and uh before I let you go man I want to give you an opportunity to thank the people that have gotten you to to where you're at to, to be able to race on Wednesday night Oh yeah. Well, you know, to start with, I got to say uh, thanks to Jimmy, you know, to to give me this opportunity and you know just the way we met and and just become great friends and uh, it's just pretty cool for him to do that. Just let somebody come get your race car and the motor and all that stuff and take it to their shop and work on it. I thought that was pretty cool. And I got uh, K and M Collision, which is going to be our sponsors on the car, and they're out of Hickory, uh, North Carolina, and do just an awesome job on the Collision. And uh, if you ever wreck your car or need some work done, go to K and M Collision for sure. And uh, I got Don Doster uh, painting. They, they've helped a lot, and, and they're going to be able to uh, be on the car this week. And, you know, a lot of other ones, too, that, that people just have helped me a lot, you know, my wife included and friends and family and all these guys that, that helped me uh, here at my shop, you know, uh, just work day and night on whatever we need to get done, and, and think that's pretty cool, and I want to thank all of them. 
Well, Jeremy, I'll, I'll make you the promise that I make everybody that comes on the podcast, man. Go grab your checkered flag on Wednesday. We'll have you back next week to talk about it. Hey, buddy, I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we'll be back on next week. Sounds good. That's Jeremy Mayfield. He'll be driving the number 19 for Jimmy Moore and on Wednesday night at Caraway in the Firecracker 265. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out. We'll take this opportunity. Come down pit road, sticker up, and get back. We'll wrap up this edition. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast to the Cars Tour. For laser cutting and CNC bending. GeoCut for media blasting and surface conditioning. GeoCut, South Boston, Virginia for powder coating. GeoCut, on-demand laser cut parts. Just go to geocutfabrication.com. Upload your part drawing. Select the material and quantity and then see your instant quote immediately with the option to order right then and there. 434-201-4824. GeoCutfabrication.com. 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. One part or one million parts. GeoCut has you covered. Perrier Tank Lines, a trucking company run by drivers for drivers. For over three generations, Perrier has been leading in driver happiness, client satisfaction, and safety. They love trucking, family, and racing. As a Perrier driver, you'll earn up to $100,000 per year plus exceptional benefits, including exclusive access to Perrier racing events. Enjoy flexible scheduling, career path opportunities, zero split seating, and much more. Visit driveperrier.com to learn more. We're all familiar with the term batteries not included. Well, that does not apply to Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery. They're all about batteries. Meredith Battery has Volt Batteries for all applications, including auto, marine, commercial, golf cars, power sport, and motorsport. Meredith Battery of Anderson, South Carolina. Their Volt Battery customers are frequent visitors to Victory Lane at your local short tracks in the southeast each and every week. For more information and to buy your next Volt Battery, contact the team at 864-226-9090. 864-226-9091 and on Facebook and Instagram. Volt Battery distributed by Meredith Battery, the official battery of the Cars Tour and the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, this is Trevor Ward, driver of the number 77 late model stock car, Mike Bledsoe, mechanical, digital repair. Thanks for listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. White Flag, this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. A midweek show at Caraway Speedway, Wednesday night, the Firecracker 265. 100 laps for the pro late models, 125 laps for the late model stock cars. Again, it's a one-day show. Uh, practice starts at high noon for the late model stock cars. They'll alternate with the pro late models until 325. Uh, gates open at 5 o'clock. Single car qualifying for the late model stock cars takes place at 520, followed by the pro late models at 550. Pre-race ceremonies at 630. Uh, and then 7 o'clock, the Bandos will run 15-lap feature, and the Legends will run a 25-lap feature. And at 7.35, driver introductions for the Cars Tour portion of the event. 7.45, the green flag away for the 100-lapper for the Cars Pro Late Models, followed by 125 laps by the Late Model Stock Cars. Admission for Wednesday night is $25 at Caraway Speedway. If you can't make it to Sophia, North Carolina, we encourage you to join our friends at Flow Racing to catch all the action. Want to thank those folks that help Stickered Up come to you each and every week. Our friends at Pereer Tank Lines, Performance Center Racing Warehouse, Geocut, Volt Battery Technology, GSX Wraps, 
And as always, our friends here at Broadcasting Experts, Morgan Patrick and Dave Perkins, for making us sound so good each and every week. I also want to thank our guest, making his Cars Tour debut on Wednesday night, Cup winner five times over, Mr. Jeremy Mayfield. That's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Dunn. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.